What's up, everybody? It's the Disgruntled Sailor here. Just wanted to give a quick shout out to today's sponsor, Rowdy Sailors. It's a lifestyle brand for the Rowdy Sailor and all of us. It's also active duty owned and operated. They're putting out some cool stuff from t-shirts, flags, hats, tumblers, even stickers. Make sure you go check them out. Their Instagram handle is at Rowdy underscore Sailors and go support one of your own. Make sure you tell them the Disgruntled Sailor sent you and start living that Rowdy lifestyle. The views expressed on the Disgruntled Sailor podcast are exclusively our own and do not necessarily reflect the views of any member nor the view of the United States Coast Guard. Furthermore, the podcast does not have any association with nor endorsement from the Coast Guard. We're just two individuals who happen to be in the military, expressing our own personal views and opinions. So sit back, relax, crack a cold beer, unless you're underway, then next watch motherfucker. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Disgruntled Sailor Podcast. I have my co-host, Mr. Miami, with me. What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to another episode, and this is going to be the last episode that me and you record together on the ship underway. Yeah, because the rest of it is going to be uh, separate like we've been doing. Like, yeah. I've been at my house, you've been at your house, and we've just been doing it that way remotely. Yeah. The last three or four episodes were all remotely, and yeah. they sound pretty good. But Yeah, so the audio quality on this is probably going to be like shit. Like yeah. it used to be. Because yeah. we're we're underway right now. Yeah. Um, so, just what we're going to do one... We figured we do one last one underway because we always recorded our episodes underway because we weren't aware that you could record them remotely. Yeah. So, um, this episode, we're going to talk about a one of the lesser known missions of the Coast Guard, which is our fisheries enforcement. Okay. So, do you know anything about fisheries? Not much. I know fish swim in the ocean. Okay. So... I'm a fisheries BO. I'm one of the only fisheries BOs on the whole ship right now. We had to send two people to school because I'm leaving. Yeah. And there was nobody else to do it. And they waited so fucking long because they're stupid. Yes. Um, I I told them many moons ago that they were going to fucking run into this problem. No, I remember. And they were like, no, nah, it'll be fine. Yeah. Shut up, buff out. So we're going to go over that. Um, we're going to go over the wedding that me and you were invited to. Yeah, that we fucking... Don't ruin anything. <laughs> okay. Um, we're going to talk about some gummy bears... Uh, we're going to talk about OC spray. Okay. You caught uh, me off guard with gummy bears. I told you we're going to talk about the gummy bears. Um, we're going to talk about our departing gifts for the E6s. Yeah, those things are fucking rad. And then we're going to talk about some new shit we dropped. So, but fish- we haven't dropped it yet. Oh, we haven't? No, it's it's in. It's not posted yet. Okay. Um, so, first thing, uh, fisheries for the United States is broken down into, like, I think it's five categories. you got uh, Nerf Tech, which is your Northern Fishers, Fisheries Regional Training Center. Then you got Southern, then you got uh, Gulf, then you got Carib, you got Pacific, and then you have Alaska. How many is that? I didn't count, but I like how you said Nerf Tech, and then you just said Gulf, Pacific. Well, because they're called Nerf Tech, Surf Tech, Gurf Tech, but like, you know, my mom says I use too many acronyms. So you have your Northern region, which is like Maine to the Virginia, North Carolina border. Oh, look who it is. California. Is it California or Pacific? California. What do you do for Oregon and Washington? Okay, so I've been to all of them except for California and Alaska. Um, those are just the regions are broken down into. Um, each one's got different regulations, like um, nerfed, uh, northern region for striped bass or rockfish, depending on which tidewater country you're from, uh, has different regulations in the, the you know the, the southern district. 
So, <clears throat> uh, ours is mainly the Gulf region right now, which covers like the, from the Keys all the way over to fucking Texas and everywhere in between that we have purview as. Yeah, it covers the entire Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. Um, primarily, what we'll see in the Gulf is shrimpers out of like Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi. Um, we'll see bandit riggers, which is like they take a ski pole, cut it in half, and they just drop a heavy weight. And they'll catch the grouper and the snapper. Um, you got tuna, which are fall under your like your pelagic longliners. They put out like a buoy. And these are fancy ass fucking buoys. They're like, you know, as big as a beach ball. They got all these doodads and GPS and lights on them and shit. So not like the longline buoys that I've seen. <laughs> no, the ones you've seen work like coconuts and two liters taped to a fucking bamboo pole with a <laughs> trash bag on top. And they'll lay out these big spools of line. You know, they can be miles and miles long, and they just put a bunch of bait to it and then it drops down and there's a layer in the water called the pelage glare that's where you're, you're like your migratory species and your uh you know your high value fish that need to keep moving like your tuna your swordfish shit like that um because obviously different fish swim in different depths correct um my i i like shrimp boats but i also fucking hate shrimp boats at the same time i like to eat shrimp so like when you go on a shrimp boat um well, let me back up a little bit. Just remind me about fish boats. So, our main job out there when we're checking these boats, when we're doing boardings, is um, we're checking their big eight, which is the big eight safety concerns. Like, they have to have a certain type of um, life raft, depending on how far out they go. They got to have certain type of fire extinguishers, certain type of, you know, uh, flame arresters on their engines. They got to have certain uh, life jackets. There's eight big fucking things you check, like EPIRB, things like that, which is your EPIRBs, your thing that you know, sends off the emergency beacon signal to everybody uh, so you can be rescued. So, like, we check those things. Those are the big eight. Yeah, that's, like, your standard boat. Yeah, at a minimum, order. that's what you're going to check. Okay. Um, and then those big eight things can lead you into other things. Like, you go to check the EPIRB, and the hydrostatic release on the EPIRB is out of date. The hydrostatic release is, it's got, like, a salt tablet in it, and when it gets salt water and it dissolves, a uh, pin gets released, it punctures a CO2 cartridge and, like, pops this shit off. Yeah. You know? Um... So we're checking those to make sure they're out of date. And, like, you got to explain to these fishermen, like, I don't want to fucking be on your shitty boat. You know, I want to go back to my boat, my less shitty boat than your shitty boat. I mean, <laughs> is it, though? I mean, <laughs> have you ever been on a fishing boat? The only Remember the fishing boat I took you on with the Jamaicans? Yeah, and it wasn't that bad. That's because you didn't go inside. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, lost my train of fucking thought again. Uh, after you, you checked your big eight oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, then... so. Now, so the anchor detail, so not doing that. I'm not doing that either. Um, you know, that can lead into other violations. And then, you know, you, you do your boarding. Um, and then uh, that can give you, you know, um, probable cause and stuff to, like, either terminate the voyage or write them yeah. a violation. Yeah, but in a nutshell, you're making sure that they're following. You're, you're like, functioning as, like, a game warden kind of. Like, you're well, out there, before like. Before that, I'm, my main job is safety gear. Yeah. And then after I check the safety gear, then I pretty much yeah, act then as a you're, game then warden. Yeah, then you're like, you know, making sure that they don't have over the legal amount of fish, making sure those fish that they do have are in season, the yeah. size requirements, all that shit. And it's hard because, like, you know, like tuna, once, like bluefin tuna on the Atlantic coast, once they're at what they want, they shut the fuck down. Because, like, the really big, you know, um, you know, rod and reel tuna, as soon as that lands on the deck, you got to report it. Like, there's a number you got to yeah, call. Yeah, so, I mean, like, like, for example, if I'm out there by myself, <clears throat> tuna fishing and they close the season and, but I, I'm i not I don't know because I listen to the radio and then you guys stop me I'm still in fucking trouble yeah uh, there's a lot of things like that like striped bass I said earlier like 
state waters go you know out the three is you know they say you can you can uh fish for striped bass so anyway like uh for me as an enforcement officer i have to know like okay we're coming up alongside this boat we're looking at it the binoculars i'm talking to ops you know we have this program called optide where it has if you're a commercial fisherman you have to have this program it tells us where you are when you were last boarded what your violations were what your targeted species is you know any of that shit and like i'd be like all right that's a shrimp boat or that's a you know tuna boat or that's a you know a bandit rigger and i'll go look at the references real quick you know where they send out living marine resource bulletins you know sometimes daily when this when the season's hot and you know just updating like snapper's a big thing like it opens one day in like alabama but it doesn't open the same day in florida so then you got to check the laws to see you know where your boat's registered versus where you're landing it at because if you're landing it here it changes if you're registered here it changes yeah and i have to know that shit going over there because i'm about to fucking you know give these guys a violation and you know you know fishing's a hard fucking job to begin with and then you got some dickhead like me coming over and ruining you you making money yeah well i mean like some rules apply too like like i know when i was in texas and we were like right on the border with louisiana if you launched on the texas side no matter if you ventured into louisiana waters you had to follow texas law and vice versa if you launched from louisiana Correct. side and it you being able to figure that out would be kind of hard so like louisiana and texas they do different seasons and then there's like this 200 square mile block of closed area and what people do is they'll like take their boat from mississippi they'll go and they'll stop in texas get fuel put lines over and then fuck off into texas water and say no we launched out of texas you know so you gotta like that's where your btm you gotta train your btms well your boarding team members be like you know where are you guys from where are you out of because like my btm sitting with the fucking dude who just got out of jail doesn't give a fuck he's like yeah we we're out of mississippi or whatever and then I, the master tells me no we're out of texas then i got conflicting flank confl- uh conflicting reports uh stories Conflict, conflicting claims there it is conflicting claims. um so like i gotta be johnny on the spot and make sure that i know what i'm go, going out there to enforce um you know um and then if just on the safety side if there's two or more safety items that cannot be fixed on the spot like if they don't have fire extinguishers or if they don't have the proper amount of pfds if they don't have the right amount of pfds because you have to have a pfd for every single person on it's so like that's where like commercial and recreational gets different so like if you own a boat and you have 32 fucking life jackets but only like eight of them are in service like good service and you have five people on the boat that's good to go if you're a commercial fishing boat and you have 30 fucking life jackets every single life jacket has to be in serviceable condition or it's a violation really yeah. so like if you like a if, you, if i take a fishing charter does that mm-hmm. count as a commercial if you have a six pack six packs a different thing that's a that's a different like uh, different permit. You're allowed certain things. There's too many rules. Yeah, that's why we gotta fucking we gotta train all the fucking time to make sure you keep it up on this shit. Um, everyone, li- no one likes fisheries because it stinks and it's dirty, but it gets fun. Like, like fish holds. Like, I don't mind going in fish holds. Like, it's fun the first couple of times. You know, it's 90 degrees outside. You got all your early gear on. Yeah, then it's cool in there. It's cool in there, and then like every time, whenever I get a fresh BTM, I always throw them in the fucking fish hold. Like, get down there and start digging fish out. Like, well, what do I do? They go the fish out, measure them, tell them what they are, and we'll go from there. And they always come up green, you know, especially because if they lose ice or whatever, or it's, you know, it's just, it's a nasty thing. Like, we had, remember the guy that showed, reported up in a business suit? Yep. So, I got him, I got him BTM qualified, took him on one fucking boarding. He never wanted another one after that. <clears throat> so, there was, like, this, you go down into this ladder into the fish hole, and it's super cold, <clears throat> and there's this ladder, only goes about halfway down, then there's this this box and all the blood and guts and slime from the fish had accumulated on this box and then it froze solid 
<laughs> and he comes down the ladder, and I'm like, watch your step, sir. And he missteps and sits right the fuck in it. Ooh. And he, his whole butt was fucking bright red from his blood. It looked like he had his fucking, you know, shark week all over himself. <laughs> um, and then after that, you know, um, another thing that we have at our disposal as the boarding officers, we can, uh, we can uh, have him do a haulback. So, like, striper fishing, flounder, clams, you know, um, <clears throat> shrimp. They, I get on board and I go, how you doing, blah, blah, blah. Go ahead and haul your nets in. They go, well, we just set five minutes ago. And I don't give a shit. Pull that fucker in. You know, I don't normally do that. You know, like, if they're like, all right, I just sat. Like, I just put down. So, like, all their money is based on if I take a 1,000 gallons of fuel, it costs me this amount of money, I have to make this amount of shrimp to do this. And every time they put their nets in the water, when the nets aren't in the water, it's like, you know. You're yeah, they're not making money. Not, not making any money. So, like, I get on board. He's like, when did you drop your nets? He's like, about 15 minutes ago. He's like, all right, how long do you usually let your nets sit? He goes, I usually do like an hour drag. I was like, all right, cool. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to check all your shit. I'm going to go check your fish. I'm going to check every, you know, the net you don't have in the water. And then when I'm done with that, then I'm going to make you do a haul bag. You know, because I'm not trying to fuck them out of anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, it's, 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 it's totally within my right. You know, like, I was in Maryland for, they called it Striper Swiper. That was their op, they called it. Striper Swiper? Yeah. And the, the season, there was like a line of fucking trawling boats. And like, season started at nine on the dot. And at nine, everyone's dropping nets, hauling. And the guy I was with, he's like, we're boarding that one. We got on this boat. The net was in the water maybe two fucking minutes. He's like, haul it up. I got to check it. He's like, I just dropped. The, the season's only like a day. He goes, I don't give a fuck. Pull this shit up. Yeah, like, I mean, I know you can do it, but at the same time, you don't want to be a dick to those guys. They're just trying to make money just like yeah. we are. Um, haul back, watching haulbacks is like real life National Geographic to me. It's so fucking cool. Like, I think ca- like cast nets are cool. You know, setting traps are cool. You know, so like, these guys, the nets just haul anything indiscriminately you know I've seen guys fishermen have told me they've hauled up torpedoes they've hauled up missiles guns yeah cause they don't care they, if it gets caught it gets caught yeah, sh- sharks seals you fucking name it if it's in front of the net they fucking take it up so they pull these big nets up they pull the cord at the bottom it just dumps everything and that same officer that was with me I was like you need to sort through that and see if there's anything fucky in there with my level of ex- expertise and experience I could look right at it I, there's no sea turtles in there there was no grouper, and there was no snapper in there. Yeah, I right mean, off like, the bat. But even if there is, even if they catch something they're not supposed to catch, and they they can just throw it back, right? So it depends. So the first thing you can do, you can do a bycatch license. So like, I'm going out for, um, like pollock or cod, and you know there's a different subspecies that lingers in that same kind of area. So you're going to catch them. So a lot of people get a bycatch permit, um, and then what happens with those nets is those fish get compacted. Yeah, you know they live a little bit, but they're they're not doing super great. So you can't always let them all go. Yeah. So you know, like they, if, I, if I catch a sea turtle by accident, right? Because I'm sure that fucking happens all the time. Yeah. So if you use nets, you are required by law to have sea turtle releasing gear. Like wow. you have to have like this thing to get the hook out of its mouth. You have to have like all this fucking shit to take care of a turtle and properly release it. And if you don't have it. That is a fucking huge, huge violation. So what happens if you have it, but the turtle's fucked? Like, turtle's dead. Like, you, you report it? Yes. But, like, do you get held accountable for that? That would depend on my statement and the boarding team statements. So, like, if you fuck with... Uh, it's called the MPA. It's the uh, uh, MMPA, I think. The Marine Mammal. Marine Mammal Protection Act. Yeah. So, like, whales. So, like, in certain places, like when I was in North Carolina, during certain times the whales would transit the fucking coast mm-hmm. and you couldn't go over 10 knots in anything. 
there's a white right whale speed restriction zone. So like you fuck with them, going to jail. You that you like you fucking kill a turtle, you're going to fucking jail. It's big time fucking offense. Even fuck if it's turtles. like a total accident. That's I couldn't speculate. I've never had that happen to me, so I can't say exactly what would happen. But I know like when you go to fish school and you got to go every eighteen months, you know, because it's you know you got to keep profession. But turtles are a big fucking deal, and uh, they're such a big deal. Like um, shrimp nets, they have to have something called a TED, which is a turtle escape device or exclusion device. Um, it's pretty much you got your net, big big sack down here at the bottom. You know, where the shrimp collect. Yep. And then there's this metal gate. And it's got to be spaced out at a certain angle. It, or a certain distance. It's got to be up at a certain angle. And then there's got to be a flap on the top. So, actually, it would be like this. So, the shrimp comes in and goes through these, like, they're like four or five inches apart. It's like a big metal fucking ring. You know, like the size of, like, an inner tube. The shrimp and fish go through it. Turtles will hit it. And they'll slide up and out. So, what you're checking for is make sure what people do is they'll bend those bars. Because they think they lose shrimp. Or the flap on the top. They'll zip tie that shut because they think they're losing catch out of that top. Yeah, and that's another major. Yeah, so you got to make you got to like inspect their necks and make sure like, because I'm sure there's certain size requirements for the holes in your nets that mm-hmm. there have to be and all that fucking. That's a lot of shit to remember, man. Yeah, you got to hang up the net at a like in a certain way, and then you got to like put an angle indicator on this fucking metal ted. Yeah, and like as the bo, right? You're ultimately responsible yeah. for all of it. No matter if you're ever somebody else on your team fucks up, like you you're you're like yeah. the co kind of at that point. When I'm out, I'm in charge. Yeah. You know? Um, so you gotta... There's a lot you gotta fucking remember. That's a lot of... That's a lot of shit on top of your normal fucking duties. Yeah. And then also you gotta remember that, like, every fish boat has knives. <laughs> Most of them have guns. They got clubs. Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, you gotta keep your head on a swivel. And some of these fishermen don't fuck around. Like, uh, when I was at my last unit, there was a uh, DW, uh, FWC officer stopped a fishing boat, like a, a personal fishing boat. Those dudes fucking shot him like eight fucking times in, in the chest. Luckily, it was right outside the station. Three of our guys responded, pulled him out of the water. He lived. They ended up catching the guys, but, like, this guy was just doing a regular fucking FWC stop. And they're like, not playing today. Pow, 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 pow. Fucking lit his ass up. Damn. Um, so, like, if they don't... Did I talk about terminations and shit? Yeah, you talked about... You have the right to terminate their voyage. Yeah, so for, a com- uh, for uh, like... Joe Boater, you're out there. You don't have the right safety gear. I can go with just my authority that I'm given by the Coast Guard and my CO. Your voyage is not terminated. We're heading in, and I gotta escort you in because you don't have the right safety gear. Okay. My follow-up question is that you escort me in. Mm-hmm. Then what happens? Then then you fuck off. Yes. So you're supposed to moor up, and then if I see you out again, that's a different violation. Okay. Because my next question was gonna be like, if you go fuck right off, and then I'm just like, okay, I'm just gonna go a few miles down this road and relaunch. So there's a couple, so a couple things that. So like, let's say I stop you because you don't have a fire extinguisher, you don't have flares, and you don't have enough life jackets. You pull into the pier, you go to Walmart, you buy those things, bring them to your boat with your receipt, and get back underway. And then another Coast Guard entity stops you. You get a piece of paper called a 4100. The guy was violated for that, that, and that. Here's the time. Here's the guy that did it at the unit because our names are at the fucking bottom. Yeah, of and things. then you can go. Here's where I fixed all the stuff. Here's where I fixed it. Here's, here's my, my receipt. And they go, you have a good fucking day, and that's it. Okay. Commercial is another thing because you're hindering commerce. I have to call the captain. Well, I don't personally call him, the captain of the port. So like, yeah, New Orleans or Houston. Yeah, like when I was in Port Arthur, like the CEO of Port Arthur was the captain of the port. And you have to get his permission to terminate somebody to hinder commerce. So it's a you got to have your fucking ducks on a row. Oh, it's just thin legs. Oh, yeah. Um, thin legs. And then you got to you know another hard part is your your ID. You know like. 
when we go to school, you know, we go to uh, well, the liquid zoo and you got to like figure out where all these fish are just by looking at them. And it gets hard because like sharks alone, you know, they give you this, like it's a fucking flow chart and the book's like an inch thick. And like, all right, I got a shark. And you go, it does, does it have this kind of dorsal fin? Yes, go to this page. Does it that kind of tail fin? You're like, all right, I think it's a lemon shark. And the shark is like, nope, that's a thrasher shark. See this little fucking, the cloaca down here is clockwise instead of counterclockwise? You missed that. You know, so like sharks are really hard to identify. Um, snappers really hard to identify. And the other thing that sucks is like, especially like uh, Mahi Mahi is a really good in, uh, example. They look blue or bright green in the water. As soon as you pull them on, they start losing color. They immediately change color. So like grouper and snapper will do that. Like the vermilion snappers and the, like some of the, what's one of the other snappers that turns color real quick? You know, top of your head? It doesn't matter. Point is, the fish change color a lot, so you got to use other characteristics to identify them. And like, you know, if they're catching this type of snapper, but this snapper's closed, and you violate him for the wrong snapper, then you're the dickhead. Yeah. You know, so it's that's something you got to worry about. Um, another big thing we worry about on the fish boats is uh, hydrogen sulfide. Uh, it's the breaking down of uh, organic material. If they're not if, the, if they're not stowing their fish right, like on that drug boat we were on where SK-1 threw up everywhere. Yeah. The one I shit off of. Yeah, right yeah. off the bat. Yeah. Uh, they didn't have their fish on ice, you know, and... Yeah, were... but that's why you wear those, those like, gas things. Yeah, right? so we wear the four-gas analyzer that te- detects, like, hydrogen sulfide, CO2, oxygen, like, a lower explosive limit. Um, and, like, that'll usually wear them on our foot because that's the first thing that goes in the fish hold. Yeah. You put your foot in there and it goes beep, 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 beep. You know, you don't fucking go in there. You know, because you can pass right the fuck out from hydrogen sulfide. You know, I mean, yeah, I get it. But, I mean, I, I guess I didn't realize, like, how much... I mean, I hear you guys talking about it and all this shit, but, yeah. like, I never really thought, like... It's a lot more shit that's involved in it than what I... I mean, like... I mean, I didn't even touch yeah. on, like... Yeah, I mean, paperwork I, I know it's way more involved than that. Yeah. So, like, I have to check their registration of the boat, whether they're federal or state registered, and then depending on whether where they're registered at determines, you know... Where I go from there. Yeah. I, I also have, don't you have to see if they have any like warrants or anything like that and shit. Yeah, too? We, we run their names. Um, I got to check their permits to make sure their permits are ex- are expired or not expired. You know something this stupid. So about warrants. Remember we had that CGS agent on board about the uh, oh, what did he used to say? Fucking what? What did he used to call the chairs? Well, instead of fives, what do you call it? Uh, hand, hand job. job. Yeah, when we had hand job on board, <laughs> and uh, and he's a CGS agent. And he has, he's also, uh, he's a narcotics detective uh, for a police department in Texas. And he he had access on his phone to all the same databases that we use. And he could check immediately if they yeah. had any warrants. And he we told the ship, or I mean, you, I wasn't there, you yeah. guys told the ship. And the ship couldn't accept it because the answer had to come from like somebody else, like yeah, a command so- center. Different commands will do different stuff. Like when I was at my station, I would just call FWC, call the dispatch, be like, "Hey, it's blah 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 at station whatever." They're like, "Yeah, what do you know?" I was like, "I need you to run a name." They're like, "Whatever, hit it, you know, let me know." Blah, 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 blah. He's clean, good to go. You know, other places you got to call Epic, which is out in El Paso, and then you got to call Combat, and then they call fucking over there, and then it fucking blah, 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 yeah. science. I feel like it's stupid. As long as you get the answer from yeah. an, a reputable source, I feel like that should suffice. Yep. Um, let's see. Um, so, like, checking paperwork, while I'm checking paperwork, I also have to check their GPSs. To so, see like, where they've been? To see where they've been. So, like, uh, outside North Carolina, there's, like, a snowy grouper closed area. And, like, if you even transit over it, it's a fuck, you get in trouble. Like, you have to have, 
Like, your your gear has to be in your boat and stowed. Like, stowed, stowed. It can't be like, oh, the nets are just hanging. It can't just be on deck? It can't be on deck. It's got to be, like, properly stowed, or that's, you know... But how can you prove that? Like... That's your articulation. Like, based on 15 years of fisheries experience, I know what a net ready to drop looks like versus a net, you know, because... Yeah, because, like, obviously you can't stop people from transiting over open water. Some places you can. Yeah, but I mean, like... Even if they have... You can't prove that they fish there. You know what I'm saying? Well, some places just being in the possession of fishing gear in a certain area is against the law. That is ridiculous. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, right? Yeah. And I'm supposed to know all this out there? That's stupid. Yeah. With no internet? Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I forgot how to spell propulsion today. Like, I I was on the bridge typing in logs, and I just spelled it all fucking wrong. And they're asking me to remember all these fucking laws and shit. Um, what's our time? Oh, we're at 25 minutes. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, the other thing about fishing boats is you got to have, like, there's, like, a 75-25 rule where, like, 75% of the crew has to be U.S. citizens or it's against the law, and the captain has to be a U.S. citizen if he's fishing in U.S. waters. Like, what if their boat is flagged under something else? Then they're not allowed in our EEZ. Mm, okay. The EEZ is your exclusive economic zone, which I think we've talked about before. Like, up to 200 miles, we claim you know, whatever the fuck we want. Mineral rights, you yeah. know. So, like, nobody from Mexico, for example, can, like, cross over into, like, Texas state waters no. and fish. That's So that's called MBL. That's your maritime boundary line. Um, and the longliners, they they fish their waters completely empty. Yeah, that's why, like, when we're doing a D8 patrol, yeah, we'll patrol that EEZ or the MBL, and we'll, we'll stay in that area. Yeah. Um, that's not a bad mission, but... Um, you know, there's other things that I could be doing. Yeah. But fishing boats is, like, cool. Like like I said, uh, I never really finished my point on the haulbacks. When they drop everything, like, you get to see everything. Like, you know, starfish, jellyfish, sharks. Yeah. You know, and it's just so cool looking at all these things. And then these guys sit on these little stools and they, you know, you get a different price for certain shrimp and for other ones. So like, you know, they're broken down to, like, 10 15s, 20 30s. You know, 20 30s is, like... 20, 30 size shrimp, you're going to get 20 to 30 shrimp per, per pound. pound. Um, so, like, these guys will sit there and it's act- they actually get a little bit more money on some of them where if they're de-headed and then they have these big, um, like, I don't know what the liquid is, but they put them in these bushels and they drop them in there and it frees them rock solid, like, right fucking now. Dang. Um, and then another thing you'll find in there is, like, um, they'll get, like, sheep's head and, like, they'll get a little bit of bycatch and they'll save that and they'll eat it on the ship themselves. You know, they'll eat shark which I don't recommend, you know, because they're ureic. You know, do you know what that means? Yeah, they pee through their skin. Yeah, they pee through their skin. So, like, you ever get a really good deal? Huh. Alarm! (laughs) So, like, if you ever get, like, a really, really good deal on scallops, like, too good to be true, they're probably skate. Um, Skate is a type of um, stingray. Yep. And what they'll do is they'll cut the wings off, and then they'll get a cookie cutter, and they'll punch... Oh. Fucking scallops out, and then the, the, the poor man's scallop. You know, yeah, it's like kind of like crab with a K. Crab with a K, or like you know, uh, fifteen twenty years ago, monkfish was considered trash, and they would just throw it overboard. And now it's you know it's extremely prized because it's super delicate, and their their meat's like lobster. You know, so it's really cool seeing all that weird random shit that they pull up. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's really all I got on fisheries, fisheries. for the most part. Yeah. Okay. What other cool shit we got? You want to talk about the wedding we got invited to? Yeah. So, there's a guy on our ship. 
and uh, he recently got married. And apparently, we were the only two motherfuckers on the whole ship that got invited. Yeah. Um, the invitation said, was it business dressy or? It said dressy casual. Dressy First casual. of all, those are two words that don't go together. Yeah. So. So we chose. <laughs> <laughs> so I wore a I wore my wife's grandfather's silk pearl snap button up with silver embroidered horse saddles on each peck. Yeah. With a bolo tie, Duluth pants, and boots. I, I wore. Uh, blue jeans, cowboy boots, and just a button-up t-shirt, untucked, and a hat, <laughs> and a fucking a puddle pirate ball cap. <laughs> so, the first thing we pull in, you're driving yeah. because, you know, you had to come. I picked you up. It was on the way. Yeah. So I'm in the back back driver side, and as we're pulling in, the whole bridal party is outside getting pictures. Like they're all done up, and the photographer's out there. Well, there goes the fucking anchor. Yeah. Um, and I lean out the window, do the fucking you know, the metal horns with my beer out the window with my tongue out. The photographer stops looking at the bridal party, turns and gets a couple pictures of me. Comes up to me later and she's like, I got that picture you guys, of you guys pulling in. I'm like, that's fucking rad. The bridal party looked pissed too because we were driving right through the middle of their pictures. I mean, there was no way around it. Like, yeah. I, I couldn't just stop. So, he told us like, we could go early and hang out in like the, the groom suite. Yeah. And, uh, so I go in and there's like four Coors Lights in there and I grab all of them. Because no one was in there but me. And then we proceeded to drink those really quick. And then I couldn't find any beer because the bar wasn't open yet. Yeah. So I just stormed into the kitchen. And, like, I just busted in. And there's these fucking, these waiters and shit, like, wearing their fancy shit. And I was just like, hey, where's the fucking beer at? And this dude's like, it's all in the coolers. I was like, thanks. Yeah. So you come out with one beer, and then you come sit down. And then I look at you and go, go get me some fucking beer. And then my wife and your wife was like, yeah, go get us beer. And so you got up and you went back there and you walked right back through to the fridge and took like four or five more beers and come walking out. <laughs> and while this, all this is going, while you're walking out, everybody's sitting down for the wedding. Yeah, our buddy is at the altar. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so you pa- we're passing out beers and uh, he's, our buddy's up there at the altar, you know, everybody's starting to come down. And then all of a sudden you see all of us just go, whoosh. And just all of four of us just crack open our fucking beers. The entire audience turns around and looks at us. Yeah. I was already fucking pretty drunk before we got there. We were the only people drinking during the middle of the wedding. You know, where I come from, like, my uncle, one of my uncles got married in a VFW. You know? So, like, of course there's drinking in the stands. I'm surprised he wasn't drinking at the altar. Yeah, I mean, like, he knew what he was doing when he invited yeah, us. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way all the time. Every of the time. Yeah, you know what you're going to get with yeah. us. Yeah, if you say, hey, I'm having a party. Come early and drink. Come early and drink. I'm going to come get fucked up. And then don't act surprised when I do dumb shit. Yeah. You know? And, like, so we cracked beers right before she walked down the aisle. And then we got seated with the only other coasties there. Yeah, that's also a mistake. Yeah. So we started getting rowdy with them. And then they were calling fucking food tables out of order. Like, yeah. who goes And then eat? we started booing the DJ. <laughs> He didn't play any of the songs I requested. Yeah, we started booing the DJ because he, he wouldn't ever call our table to eat. Um, but then, you know, we went outside. There was that swing. I got fucking almost... I fell off of a yeah. couple times. We tried to ride a cow. I was super close to ride that fucking cow. That barbed wire was just a little <laughs> too high and a little too sharp. But these were the softest-looking cows I've ever seen in my life. They're, like, blue with the floppy ears. Yeah. Super soft. I wanted to fucking pet that cow real bad. Um... 
So yeah. we, we basically walked in and crashed this fucker's wedding. We looked like the most redneck motherfuckers. Remember, there. so I was dancing with my wife, and you were dancing with your wife. Yeah, and then I, I looked at you and go, "Do you want to swap?" And we we swapped with each other, and our <laughs> wife, so me and you start dancing, and our wife start dancing. Yeah, our wives thought we went like I danced with your wife and yeah. you danced with my wife, but me and you danced, <laughs> and the fucking wedding photographer said she got that. Yeah. Uh, on video too. I can't wait to see that picture. I asked him today. I was like, "Did you get those winning pictures back yet?" Because I want to look how good I, I want to know how good I fucking looked. So it was it was pretty good. Um, it was low key. It was in like this fancy barn. I mean, I, we were obviously the life of the party. I mean, look at us. Everyone there was like real boring and like yeah. Uh, Nobody really started dancing until we all got out there and started doing that. For too. sure, we are definitely life of the party anywhere yeah. we fucking go. I wanted to wear my Hawaiian shirt, Ranger panties, and fanny pack. Like I wanted to wear my. Uh, I wanted to wear overalls. We should have worn overalls <laughs> together. Like, no shirt on, one nipple hanging out. Just straw hat? Yeah, just straw hat and the shit out of it. Um, so that's probably the last big hootenanny we'll have together. Yeah. Until I come out to your new unit to go hunting. Yeah, for sure. Um, next is the gummy bears. Yeah, I don't know what you mean by this. So, you know how I, I fuck with Suppo all the time? Like, I'll yeah. pop the keys up on his keyboard... Or like, remember when I took the one shoelace out of his one shoe and relaced it through the other shoe with the already lace in it? Yeah. And I just, I just like fuck it with him. So, like, a, like two patrols ago, he had like a big bottle of ibuprofen on his table. Okay. And a bag of gummy bears yeah. on his table. So I took all the ibuprofen and I poured that out. I don't remember where I put it. And then I filled it to the top of gummy bears and put the cotton ball back on and closed it back <laughs> up. And I don't know if he saw it or not, but he came. Like, two weeks ago, he came and he's like, bro, so we fucking hit it pretty hard on Saturday. And I wake up hungover as fuck. He's like, I almost went to the hospital. That's how hungover I was. And I go to the cabinet and I grab ibuprofen and I open the bottle and I pour some out. And there's like six gummy bears in my fucking hand. (laughs) He's like, I immediately thought of you like, he's like, I was mad, but it was also super fucking funny at the same time. I was like, what if someone else had been like, yo, Suppo, where's your fucking... Ibuprofen. He's like, oh, it's in the cabinet. And he grabbed me. He's like, these are fucking gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, it's like fucking dickhead Dave with his jelly beans in his pill bottle. Yeah. Is your phone not on airplane mode? No, it's not. Better not get any interference. What are you going to do about it? <sighs> Nothing. <laughs> um, so the next funny story we had is I got to OC some people last week. Yeah. Which was just, it's amazing. I always have a fun time spraying people especially because I'm so surgical with it like the other two people that sprayed like didn't spray like as good as I did I got him right in the fucking face and one of these guys he's a non-rape just the slowest human ever like, he's so slow everyone calls him panda okay I know who you're talking about and uh the fuck was I gonna say like he he fell asleep at the helm in a chair so they took the chair then he fell asleep standing up yeah um and so after I'm spray, done spraying everybody, I go over to him, and he's like, I can't open my eyes. I was like, what do you mean you can't open your eyes? He goes, ah, I can't open my eyes. My eyes are short. My eyes are short? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> go, what? He goes, my eyes aren't really tall, and I'm having trouble opening them, and the OC is, like, hurting, and my eyes are short, and I can't open them. It's really hurting. I'm like, bro, you need to open your fucking eyes right now. And I'm glad I did, because he opened his eyes, and he had some fucking OC crystals yeah. in his eye. Because that crystallizes pretty quick, right? Yeah, we actually had three people get crystals in their eyes, because they didn't listen to me, like I told, like how I told them to clean it out. And then one of them actually got their eye fucking scratched. Yeah. Uh, that takes forever to heal, by the way. Really? Yeah. Is he healed now? Uh, not not 100%. Huh. Um, how much time? 36. All right, bet. 
Um, next thing we have is our departing awards. Yeah. Do you want awards? Do you want to grab one so we can read what the yeah, thing says? Yeah, I'm going to fucking on it. Pause it. Alright, so we paused it because they're letting the anchor out, so if you hear a loud noise in the background, that's the anchor. Yeah. Um, so, what we give out in the E6s is, is um, it's called a gladius. Um, it's a wooden sword, a Roman-style sword. So, back in the day, in the olden times... Yeah. Back uh, when gladiators were a thing. Yeah, so gladiators were actually slaves. They were owned. They were in servitude to their masters. Yeah. And they would fight and make money and win for their masters. And once they met a certain amount or they did enough for their master or whatever, they were given a wooden sword called a gladius that would signify their release from slavery. Yeah, once they'd proven themselves and their master was satisfied with how much they contributed to their house, mm -hmm. then uh, they could win their freedom, basically. So we got, we make them, and it's got this round pommel, like pommel, it's got a flat hilt just like a Roman sword. It's probably, what, like 36 inches long? Maybe, yeah. Um, it's got the Coast Guard... Uh, emblem on the on the at the bottom of the blade on the hilt. It's got like a subdued like ripped American flag, and it's got um, our rate and rank, our name, United States Coast Guard, our ship, and when we were here. And then on the back of it, so it used to say, it used to say uh, divided or together we're strong, divided we'll fall. Something something like something that. like that. Something stupid. And then we changed it to we're better than you and we know it. Yeah, and, and we giant letters. So even the uh, so there's. Three E sixes that are leaving. Obviously, me and you, uh, we do the podcast, and that is our podcast saying: "Is we're better than you, and we know it." But we also put it on the other E sixes sword too. Yeah, what he didn't even get a choice. <laughs> and he he saw it. And he was like, "That saying was funny." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "That's your guys' saying, right?" I'm like, "Yeah." You think we could fight with these? I mean, we could. I mean, like, I don't want to. Don't break my shit, bro. I'm not gonna break your shit. Um, yeah. So we just got them today. Um, so. You talked to Captain about him yesterday, right? Yeah, I was explaining. To, so, I, I was asking him about you know your your Cutterman ceremony. Yeah. And uh, then I, right after that, I followed it up with, "Hey, has anybody ever told you what the E sixes give each other for a departing gift?" And the first words out of his mouth, knowing us, was, "Is it appropriate?" <laughs> yeah, it's a giant deal. <laughs> and, and I was like, uh, "Yeah, this this one's actually appropriate." Uh, and so I explained the whole thing to him, and I was like, "I think we're supposed to get him in like tonight." Uh, if we get them in, we'll bring them in and we'll show them to you. So we showed them to him today. And then he, after, after we went to a stateroom and we talked to him about him. Not only was he in there, we have a TADCO that's going to another 210. Yeah. So there's two fucking commanders in this stateroom. And so if you, in case you don't know, our captain is African-American. And I like, I was like, yeah, so this is how it works. You were a slave and then you fought and then you get a sword saying you're released from slavery. Yeah, and as soon as you said that, I was like, no, you just did not talk to a black man about slavery. <laughs> so the captain looks at the other see the other commander and does air quotes and goes, slavery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'm I'm glad he's super cool. Yeah, like I don't think the old CEO would have thought that was really funny, but yeah, you know. I mean we weren't like making jokes about slavery. Yeah, I mean the gladiators were. Yeah, you know. I don't think my my captain was a slave. I didn't own slaves. Yeah. So I like, mean, like, what's the big deal? We don't mean any ill will. Yeah. For you Karens out there. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all I have left is uh, the new new merch we got in. Yeah. So uh, we got I one of our listeners DM me on the gram and said your guys is um, disclaimer at the beginning at the end where it says. Um, Sit back, relax, crack a cold beer. Unless you're underway, the next watch, motherfucker. Uh, 
she said, you guys should make a Next Watch motherfucker sticker. And I go, that's a sick idea. And then I immediately texted you, and you were like, do it. Yeah. And so... But I, I told you I wanted it to be gaudy and audacious. Yeah. And like... And uh, you were like, I want it to have a flashlight in the background or a clipboard because those are the things wa- the watch standards carry. Yeah. And I, so I started thinking about it, and uh, <clears throat> I was like, you know what would be really fucking rad? If I could make it out of neon lights. Yeah. And then, you know, on Photoshop, you can do anything you fucking want. So it, it was bothering me because, I'm first of all, I have no idea what I'm doing in Photoshop. Uh, so I'm like, I know I can do it. I, I got to be able to fucking do it. So uh, what does anybody do? You YouTube it. So I YouTubed it. It took me three fucking hours to make these, <laughs> to make the design for these stickers. Yeah. And they are fucking rad. Yeah. And if you motherfuckers don't buy them, I'm just going to stick them everywhere. So first of all, they're like, what, like five inches they're diameter? Fi- they're five inches. They're five inches in diameter. So it's, you know, like a small chicken pot pie size fucking yeah. sticker. And it's super rad. It's like, um, like 80s Miami Vice. Yeah. It's like, uh, <clears throat> the background is like a black brick kind of yeah and in, in like pink neon it says next watch and then it, in or is it back yeah uh, no, next watch is in blue neon and then motherfucker is in uh pink neon and they're just only people that have been underway will get it but if, if you get it you're gonna like it yeah they're i think it's one of the coolest sticker designs we've done yeah like seppo was he's like i'm gonna miss it here i'm like you're not gonna miss here you're gonna miss the people and the shit you do i was like listen man you ever get you ever get sick like homesick for the ship just get out your gaming headphones, walk up to the fucking stove, plug it into the stove, and just say stove man and ready. And then every 45 minutes, you just say stove man and ready. And after four hours, hang that shit up, say going offline, stove secured. And then go back to sleep. And I was like, go back to sleep. And I was like, and then I have your roommate come in every 45 minutes and shine a flashlight in your eye and go, whoops, sorry, wrong rack. Yeah. You know? I was like, then you'll be like, yeah, man, I'm so glad I'm not fucking here right now. Yeah, when you, when you leave units, you know, a year or two later, you look back and you think... Like, you don't remember all the shitty fucking times there. You remember, like, the people and the cool experiences you've had. Yep. So. But, so, I'm supposed to get my cutter, permanent cutter man tomorrow. Yeah. And, um, Captain came up to me today, and he's like, so, did we talk about the the cutter man thing already yet? I don't think we talked about it on here. Are you sure? No. I don't remember hardly anything we talked about. Well, either way, if, if I didn't say it, I showed the... Oh, we talked about... That. Yeah. yeah, and so, I I you had told me that you can get the ancient mayor to sign your certificate. Yeah. So I went on the portal. It's kind of hard to find. Uh, sent it to my ops, and I like my cat. I was OD one day, and Captain was like, you know, covering stuff, man. I was like, yeah, I sent ops all this shit. He's like, I could probably make that happen. Yeah, because I remember I was like, I was like, you know, there's a whole process for getting the ancient mariner to sign your certificate, and you're like, yeah, but he's busy. It's a lot of work. I was like, make somebody tell you no. Like, first of all, you know the guy. He was your previous XO at another u- a float unit. I was like, and the captain here were like, boys. Like, yeah. that's an easy dub. So, he told you yesterday that it was all taken care of. Yeah, because nobody had followed up. Like, because yeah. you were like, I don't even know if it's going to happen. So, yeah. I was like, fuck that. I'm going to go find out. So, today, Captain was like, hey, you got that signed by Captain Culver. I was like, really? He's like, he's like, I got to show you the text that he sent me. I was like, why would it say? He's like, I can't. He's like, you have to read it. He's like, he was going to write some personal message on the back. I was, I was like, did he? He's like, no, he opted not to. He wanted to be professional. I was like, damn. I was like, you're going to have to screenshot that and send it to me so I can fucking put it on the back of it. Yeah, you can frame it with it. That'll be cool. I mean, that's it's pretty rad to get your uh, 
your Cutterman certificate signed by the Ancient Mariner in the first place, but it's even cooler but that you know him personally. Yeah. And that you actually sailed with him. Which brought me to my, my point I was trying to make is I'm also getting my departing award tomorrow. Yeah. So, I, like, depending on the award I get tomorrow, tomorrow's either going to be really cool or it's going to be a shit show. Because um, this ship has a, a history of you getting an award based on your rank. Which... So, if you were this rank, you got this. If your rank, you get this. Yeah, which rank... The, nowhere in the awards manual is rank ever mentioned. I'm just saying the people in between, like... If I took if I took my information just to the CEO, he'd be like, "Bet, come, I'll give you a combination medal right here. It's there. It's the people in between that go, eh. Yeah, well, well the CEO's well. probably going to get an MSM. Well, good for him. But, like, if I get an achievement for doing, like, the ship store, you know, doing the skeet shoots, the soda machine, running the whole LE program that's not my fucking rate, all the fucking shit I did, all the four drug busts we've had in the last three years were all mine, doing all this shit. You know, they got a, wrote a TTP about me, and I get an achievement medal, and then you get an achievement medal for doing literally as little as fucking possible for three years. I'm going to frisbee that bitch under the ocean. I can't wait. I, I kind of hope you do get an achievement medal so I can watch you frisbee it. I'm thinking if I get the achievement, I'm like, he's captain's going to be like, like he always says, he's like, all right, the floor is yours. And he'll be like, all right, this right here. So if you work hard and do extra stuff and go above and beyond, it doesn't fucking matter because of your fucking rank. And then I'm going to pitch it overboard and be like, Thanks for letting me hang out, guys. And I'm going to fuck right off. I can't wait for that to happen. Because I don't think it's going to play out well. <laughs> what are they going to do? Uh, I don't know. I mean, like... It'd be funny to watch, though. Like, I might film it just to see it. <laughs> just to see what I do? <laughs> yeah, and then I'll post the video and just blow your face out. <laughs> but, yeah. So that's what we got planned. Is pull in. Yeah, me and you are pretty much done. Get like, the fuck out of here. Yeah. Well, you got anything else? You got any final thoughts? Oh, fuck. Oh, I almost forgot. <laughs> um, I don't really have a deep one today. I just have a couple funny ones that I saw the other day. Okay. Like, do you know you know Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah. Do you know what the E stands for? E. It's not Chuck E. Cheese. It's Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Do you know what it stands, the no. E stands for? No. Well, the E uh, actually stands... His full name is Charles Entertainment Cheese. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you know what his backstory is? No. So, the backstory is, Chuck's official backstory is he is an orphan mouse who doesn't know his own birthday because his parents died, right? Uh, and to make up for never having uh, a birthday party of his own, he hosts parties for other kids. Okay. Isn't that sad as fuck? Yeah, that is sad. And he, um, Chuck E. Cheese looks creepy as fuck, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I wouldn't. So, like, technically you only have two minutes to live, but the clock resets every time you breathe. Uh, <laughs> that was... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, the other day, uh, my son was asking to watch this TV show, and it's like a nerd anime show, so I didn't know anything about it. So I texted the, you know, some of the nerds that I know. I texted Birds Aren't Real and Black Enough and a yeah. couple other people. I'm like, yeah, it's like a, a peg above. Um, uh, it's like a, a peg above Pokemon or whatever. Um, so I sent him a fucking. Because I was in my room and I'm not going to go all the way over there and fucking... Um, <clears throat> hold on, let me fucking find it. Uh, I'm not going to go all the way to his room just to tell me to watch TV show. So I texted him and I said, I have confirmed with my counsel and you have been authorized to engage in the TV show. And he just responded, I send my thanks to the Grand Council. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's definitely my fucking kid, yeah. you know. And last one is, <clears throat> life is like a corn dog. Bitches only want your wiener if you got bread. 
I mean, I guess you're not wrong. Like, I'm rarely wrong. Okay. But. Is that, is that all we got I think today? that's fucking all I got. All right, man. We'll you see know, you. It's fucking late. Yeah, it is late. It's What time is it? It's, it's fucking 8.30. At nighttime. Yeah, in the nighttime. In the nighttime. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Yeah. Peace out. Later.